Hello, the internet, and welcome to season one, season one nineteen, episode one of Their Daily Zeitgeist. Yeah, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. Oh man, guys, this is off to a bad start already. <laughs> but we do say officially off the top. Fuck the Koch brothers and fuck Fox News. It's Monday, February third. Happy February, everyone. Twenty twenty. My name is Jack O'Brien, aka O'Brien. Oh 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 oh. Uh, it's courtesy of Emilio Gomez and the Who, mm-hmm. which is what that was supposed to be. Uh, and I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. Do, 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 do. Gray, grow, Zeit show. To soon up the box seat, taking out seats, days off this Cali week, it's a podcast lunch. Boom. Okay, I wish there was a whole backing band to that, but I think we all know that was Blitzkrieg Bop. Thank you to Hannah Soltis. Sorry, it froze up. I was going to do the whole percussion section. And Are you going to do an air guitar or something? Yeah. Just don't leave me out there in the I cold I'm sorry, yet man. again. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Anyway, shout out to you, Hannah, for that one. And uh, yeah, shout Look, out to everybody who came to the Portland show. We, we still, we're still living off the vibes oh, of that man. show. Still on Monday, we are still living off the vibes. Yeah. That was that was great show. Also, Maybe uh, my favorite yeah. live show we've done. And also, happy Black History Month. Yes. Yes. Happy Black History Month. And then we also got more live shows. So we got you, more live shows. If you don't want to be like people. Oh, also, shout out to the woman, Veronica, who got scammed on Facebook. Oh, my who, God. Who, someone sold her a fake ticket fake to ticket our live. to How a daily Zeitgeist show. Also, thank you, though. Printed mm-hmm. on a cracker, like in The Simpsons. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's no such thing as the Spungos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we still have shows in Brooklyn at the Bell House on February 12th, Washington, D.C., February 13th at the Miracle Theater, Minneapolis, February 25th at the Parkway Theater, Chicago, February 27th at Sleeping Village, and of course, Toronto, the grand finale, February 28th at the Great Hall. Uh, as they all, as all Toronto locals know it as the six, 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 six. right? Yeah, as you guys <laughs> like, do they even call it Toronto? Do you even know it nah, as Toronto I, in Toronto, look, or is it all just hey man? Whatever the Drake six. says is Toronto. Yes. We've reduced an entire city to one rapper. The most authentic representation of Toronto, <laughs> uh, Aubrey Graham. Yes. Uh, yeah. Free tickets. Go to dailyzeitgeist.com. And go to live appearances tab, which is hard to find, but you can just scroll down, look for it. It's in the main nav. If you mean it, if you love us, you'll find it. You will find it. Uh, We are thrilled to be joined for the first time on the Daily Zeitgeist, uh, but one of my favorite guests from the Cracked days. uh, He is a very funny comedian. He is Mr. Stephen Wilbur. Um, uh. Cut my life into Stevens. Oh, this is yeah. my last Wilbur. Yay! That was amazing, man. Big Papa Roach fan? Oh, <laughs> big time, huh? Grand, I'm Grandpapa Roach. <laughs> Grandpapa Roach. Pappy Roach. And you, you were saying before. Oh, Pappy Roach. Uh, <laughs> I remember Pappy Roach. And you were saying before I we started recording. I lose my sight way before they did. You were saying before we started recording, that isn't even your favorite song. That song's just for like the the people, but like the real heads know your favorite. Like Papa Roach. Oh, my favorite. The deep cut Papa Roach tracks. I love, man, uh, Blister. Um, mm-hmm. uh-huh. Sun Scorch Scar. Wow. Uh, Are those real things? Uh, sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> probably. Uh, Steven, you live in Portland. Ah, yes. Land of Lincoln. 
<laughs> as it's known. Uh, how, how you've been up here for a couple years now? Yeah. How's it going? It's going okay. I'm yeah. one of my favorite uh, K-pop superstars. Was at uh, Blazers game the other night, and I didn't know about it. I'm kind of miffed about that. But other mm. otherwise, I'm doing okay. Who's the uh, K-pop superstar? Uh, G Dragon from oh, yeah. uh, from Big Bang. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. He, G Dragon popped in. And I'm 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 miffed. Are you yeah. a big Blazers fan? Oh God, no! <laughs> big G Dragon fan, though. Just Big G Dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Blackpink was in the lobby earlier today. You just missed him. So you're probably kicking Wait, yourself. Wait, what? He just oh, burst man. into tears. Yeah. <laughs> just burst into flames. Oh, I'm out of here. <laughs> uh, all right, we're gonna get to know you even better in a moment. First, we're gonna tell our listeners a couple of things we're talking about. Papa John's has a new a new innovation. Mm-hmm. Uh, yum, that yum, yum. Post post Shack innovation, mm-hmm. um, the Shack era. Yes, finally. big Papa energy. Uh, we're going to talk about Trump rallies. They're just basically him threatening people now. Yeah, uh, it seems it's like it's the equivalent of a wa- wagging a fist in anger right. at a room full of people. Right. Uh, we're going to talk about the gig economy, uh, which I mean can't be beat. We're all big fans. <laughs> we're going to talk about Taylor Swift, who is the new. Zach De La Rocca. Uh, De La Rocca. De La Rocha. Roca? Roca. How do you, Kim Basinger? Taylor Swift, Basinger. the new Zach De La Rocha. Uh, Elon Musk has a new EDM track. Um, all of that and plenty more. But first, Stephen, we like to ask our guests, what is something from your search history that is revealing about who you are? Everything that's a talking point today uh, because I'm freaking out over, over all of this uh, doing the podcast and stuff so i i i furiously like am on my phone like oh trump said what like right because <laughs> yeah. i am i am not normally a a current events fellow current events fellow of, like the first rule of being on the show is you gotta love cake first the band right. yeah well, yeah okay yeah. well okay. i didn't <laughs> thanks exactly. hannah for telling me that now <laughs> recite the first lyrics the first <laughs> lyrics of the distance please or you have to get out Reluctantly crouched Thank at God. the starting okay. line. See, wow. you're going to fit right in. <laughs> that was high pressure, too. <laughs> wow. I would I was not like, have gotten that. Is he going to just, that son of a bitch will hold it off? <laughs> What's something you think is overrated? What's that? Overrated? Yes. Ooh, okay. Welcome to Hot Take Corner with Steven Wilbur. Uh, <laughs> French fries. What? Are overrated? <laughs> overrated. Go on. Uh, they're not the juice is not worth the squeeze with French fries. I think they're oh, really? they're vessels. They're they're ketchup vessels basically, and they're they get cold way too fast, mm-hmm. and it's it's never worth it for me. If they if those if those brain boxes at CERN can invent a French fry that stays warm over over five minutes, then we can loop back. But uh. They're they're not worth it. It's a it's a location based food, you know. Like you, they yeah. don't travel well. If you're yeah, gonna, no. The best moments are when you're at a location eating them. As someone who sadly had to eat a filet fish sandwich at one in the morning last night and got old really? fries. Yeah, look. Yeah. Oh my god, Miles. That gang was really out here. I uh, learned. <laughs> I was uh, like, I need this filet fish, bro. Never Postmates a burger and fries. Oh yeah, uh, that's yeah. like the first rule one of Fight Club. Yeah. <laughs> no, never. It never holds. No, uh, and yet I disagree with that take. That French fries are overrated. Well, Actually, how many you made times, a pretty how, compelling case. Like, though. are you like think about 
the greatest french fries you've had yeah and then think about all the french fries you've had what's the percentage of great french fries versus just this is filler for my meal the yeah. fries at uh, Bar Bar were pretty good. Yeah, they weren't bad. I'm gonna shout oh, out to shout them. out to Bar Bar. Shout out to Bar Bar. <laughs> to Bar, Bar. Oh, Mississippi Studios. Bar Bar. Ladies night. <laughs> Ladies night at Bar Bar. Bar Bar. It's Bar Bar night at Bar Bar. <laughs> Bar Bar night. <laughs> what is something you think is underrated? Spiders. Okay. Go off. Go off. <laughs> fuck Spider with spiders so heavy. King. Please go. Okay, tell me about it. Look, talk for, that talk. For, and when I get a when I get a spider on me, I freak out. I like you're scared. Print, like I jump, yeah. but I would rather for how infrequent that happens. I would rather have that happen than like constant buzzing of flies or a, a, a little mosquito yeah. knocking on my nose. I, and and spiders help prevent that. Yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate. Oh, that. your so relationship to mosquitoes, by the way, different than mine, because mosquitoes never them. knock on my nose. Yeah, they just bite the <laughs> shit just, out. They just bite me. Yeah, they <laughs> just barge right the fuck. Are you one of the yeah. people who acts as the like? You're the distraction for other people because you're getting all the bites. Well, no, I'm not. My wife is actually. Oh, that's it's me. Terrible. They like people are like, hey, Miles, come over here, and yeah. just so all the mosquitoes bite me instead of them. My wife and my uh, firstborn mm-hmm. are both the like just complete magnets. mosquito magnets, and me and my youngest are just like over here partying. <laughs> yeah, you swap your wife's perfume with sugar water. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> it's like it's like the equivalent of using someone as a human shield for yeah. mosquitoes. It's like why do you just keep sucking those Jolly Ranchers and spitting into that bottle? Oh, nothing. <laughs> no, don't, don't just making a, new, making a new perfume. <laughs> I want you eat up, and I'll tell you uh, what. Uh, s- spiders just because they kill pests. Is that yeah, kind of I, I think. I, they look creepy, sure, but I, I think they're doing a lot of good behind the scenes yeah, that wow. we don't appreciate. They're That's also great. just ingenious. Like, they're one of the most amazing things in nature. Like, it, if I had to watch a three-hour nature documentary about any subject, like, made by a really good documentary filmmaker, spiders would probably be the subject. You think about that if you go, if they're good, you I know what I need? I think as it's brought yeah. up. <laughs> but I'm saying, but now you're saying, like, I need a, th- what, what, what about spiders it? Are Is just, it, like, the webs? I yeah, love the webs. At, at Cracked, we wrote <laughs> gotta about, love the webs. gotta love the webs. <laughs> we wrote about a lot of different animals and parts of nature, and spiders are just ingenious killing machines they're like so amazingly advanced and like engineered just to hunt and there's like it's really easy to just like put uh to anthropomorphize them and just be like god damn so what blows wind up your skirt about spiders is Um, their ability to murder (laughs) (laughs) well but that's clever ways clever ways well yeah i think i think you know as somebody who was raised on like slasher movies (laughs) like yeah i i who like was grew up watching uh jason movies and was like generally genuinely uh am jealous of kids now for having like the internet so they can just watch all the Jason kills compilations. Oh, uh, right. You would have just rather watch that than yeah. Uh. I mean, it's sick. Like I don't it's not a good thing. Amer- <laughs> American culture has fucking destroyed me, but uh You that, fuck with the movie Arachnophobia? Uh not really. Mm. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. Weird. I and contain spiders, multitudes. Huh? Huh. 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 Uh yeah. it seemed like a bit of a tourist. Yeah. Ara- Arachnotourist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But watching them close up uh, really 
terrifying and cool. Big uh, uh, University of Richmond Spiders fan? Oh, yeah. Now that good. now you're talking my yeah. language, brother. I only have a T-shirt. I say this all the time. I, I want about, I need the jersey because their, their mascots are the spiders. So, like, just seeing a basketball jersey that says spiders on the front yeah. is just rad. A fucking amazing to me. What uh? What's the Australian term? Not here to fuck spiders. Not here to fuck spiders. <laughs> yeah, not here to fuck spiders. <laughs> it's true. I'm not. Yeah, mate. Not yeah. here to fuck spiders. Uh, what I'm is... here to not fuck spiders and chew gum, and I'm all out of gum. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and finally, what is a myth, Stephen? What's something people think is true, you know to be false, or vice versa? Something people think is false, you know to be true. What's a thing? Icarus. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> that nice. shit didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> that is, you're the second person yeah. to uh, point that out. And... <laughs> kind of a weird story. Hard to believe. Yeah. At me, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I'll wow. say it. Whoa, whoa, don't at me. I don't want that smoke. I'm, I'm not into Icarus erasure. Um, you know, it didn't I, have smoke. Those wax wings. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about Papa John. Finally. Okay, so do you remember in August we talked about that quote unquote secret video Shaq right. took when he yeah. went to like a board meeting of Papa Corporate John? Corporate spy like, Shaq. Hey, I'm in the boardroom. We're going to look. A secret meeting. Yeah. And it was the most produced thing that you'd ever seen. <laughs> right. And clearly there was a thing that they were alluding to called a papadilla. And we're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Well, now, hark and behold, death. It is the papadilla has arrived. Wow. And it looks like, I don't, a flatbread. It looks like a soft taco, mulita kind of thing. Yeah, or it looks like a Taco Bell. Uh, just the, they want creation. you to know off top, this is not a ripoff. Of the quesadilla, okay? It's actually... It's, it's called a, the papadilla? Yeah, but it's not a take on that, okay? It's actually inspired by the piadina, an Italian flatbread sandwich from the historic Romagna area of northern Italy, okay? So, so even though it sounds phonetically more like quesadilla, right. God forbid Papa John's associate themselves with Mexican cuisine. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Exactly. They're, they're just getting over a racism PR problem. <laughs> right. And they're like, it's not. It's from it's from the old country. Wouldn't it be Papadina? If yeah. they wanted to Papadina? Make, Papadina? Nah, because then they're gonna be like, that maybe that didn't test well. You know how they fucking you know how No, they it's meant explicitly Papa to Pia? be a Dude, Papa Pia. Papa Pia. Papapia. Oh, Papapia. The alliterative quality of that name, that word, I think, really, Papapia. Pia yeah. Papa. Well, Ooh. that's a thing. Mama Mia, Papapia. Yeah. Baby had yeah. a diarrhea. That's a thing. Baby had a diarrhea. <laughs> that's a thing that yeah, you said. Don't like, know that. we were saying, like, that earlier. Folk, folk song <laughs> from the old times. Yeah, so uh, they're offering it, like, they're, they're offering it in four different varieties. <laughs> There's Italian with Alfredo spicy God, Italian sauce, so salami, mozzarella, and banana peppers. R.I.P. your intestines. Could possibly... Good thing that chef's kiss emoji yeah. came out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For that one. The Philly cheesesteak. That uh, one makes more sense. It's when still quote, gross Philly sauce. What's Philly sauce, Jack? I don't Cheese know, whiz? man. Yeah, probably whiz. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. It's, I would if I had to guess, I would say it is uh, mayonnaise. It's <laughs> Philly sauce. Well, just based on every execution of Philly cheesesteak that I've had from a mass chain. From Papa John's. Yeah, yeah. so I was like, and here's it's the always, and here's the mayo you yeah, always want. Here's like hot steak, like hot wet steak. Some manner of cheese and mayonnaise. Which the heat just turns into translucent grease film. Yeah, but like, yeah. Anyway, uh, then there's if, a... If you are lucky. 
Then they have grilled chicken and bacon, chicken, onions, bacon, mozzarella, barbecue. Okay, that's straightforward. Meatball, pepperoni, spicy. That's meatballs, the only one that makes sense to me. Pepperoni, pizza sauce, mozzarella, Italian seasoning. Yeah, they think, have spicy meatballs. I'd I'd fuck with that one actually. You think it's really gonna be spicy, spicy though? No. Probably not. No, no. It's I mean, because be it's boardroom spicy. And yeah, right. Which just means right. like, oh my god, did you crack some pepper over this? Right. <laughs> hot, hot, hot. For one second. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I think. All credit due to like every great American company knowing, look, we have a racism PR crisis. We'll hire a person of color to be the new right. face, and yeah. all is forgiven. But shout out to Shaq for getting the bag. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, they definitely, definitely an upgrade from uh, from sweat the sweaty man. Who's yeah, a, just a wet. What was his large bloated racist? What was his stat again? He's like, I had forty pizzas in thirty days. Yeah. Yeah, I've oh, I've been having Jesus. yeah. It was something like forty. I went to college too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's your point? Okay. But he he was like talking about it how as like he's been evaluating them. He's been doing that yeah. as like part of his like overall commitment to. It, yeah, it, it's like it's Bane not part from of his the job anymore. World. Yeah, yeah, he's it's like, not part of his job. He just does it as like a. It's a calling. Yeah. He, I think that's what he was trying to establish. Like I'll it's always his stay calling. vigilant. Yeah. Just to keep an eye on like our pizza offerings like that that we have as fast food. Yeah, and he does has he consumers. Eat, does he eat just Papa John's branded pizza? Or is he I think is he doing deep recon on all the Well that I've had fifty pizzas in thirty days thing was a run up to him criticizing the Papa John's yeah. pizza. So oh. So he was trying to act like, look, I'm not just taking shots because I'm an angry guy who got right. You know, fired for a good reason. I had 50 pizzas in 30 days and it gave me diarrhea. Something needs to be done (laughs) about this. What's going on at Papa John's PR crisis? Much. (laughs) Uh, And he also, in that same interview, talked about how a day of reckoning is coming, which is. Yeah, it was weird. That. It's the FBI it was Bane. should be keeping an eye on. He's that sweaty day. pizza Bane. He's, he's gonna like, walk out at the Super Bowl yeah, and after like, like bombing the field, <laughs> right. and being like, "Yeah, <laughs> your day of reckoning is up. It has arrived. Yeah, I've had forty pizzas and terrible diarrhea <laughs> in my weird coat. <laughs> I was building to forty pizzas in three days. <laughs> we need to keep an eye on Papa. Uh, but shout out to Shaq and the new Papa John's and somewhere in this this article is they talk about how it's because it, it's not a flatbread thing. They say we use Papa John's classic crust that everybody loves to make this yeah abomination, and so that's just a folded, a folded pizza. pizza. <laughs> right? Oh boy! <laughs> Come on, uh, we were doing so good, man. I guess oh, pop. What are they gonna do now? Don't don't bring this truth out into the light for everyone. Well, New York pizza is already folded. I mean, I wonder if they're making it on a panini press. I don't know. Either oh, you way, think they put little grill marks on. Yeah, maybe. It? They, maybe a if they grill it, then it would be a little bit different than the uh, toaster conveyor belt that they send other pizzas through. Papa, I'm assuming that's how Papa does. Over here. Yeah, wow. <laughs> the other well, truth is out there. Sure, there's a little be... more nuance to this item. <laughs> <laughs> don't I'm just count it out. Surely there might be something different. It's got about a little it. bit of a different mouthfeel than traditional pizza slice. Yeah. Um. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break uh, during which we will surely continue to discuss this, uh, and we'll be right back. And we're back. We are. We are. 
What How's a, everybody what doing? What a break. Well, we I, we definitely broke the toilet. Yeah. yeah. Here. Just Woo. thinking about the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Looking at Got the my... photo made me just start farting uncontrollably. <laughs> <laughs> There's a power to it, I got to admit. Uh, let's talk about Trump's rally. He, he, oh had, <clears throat> he had two rallies last week, and they're choking me up just thinking about it. The Des Moines rally on Thursday night, I didn't get a chance to really look at some of the clips from it. Going through it now... Oh my! It's I don't I don't even know what to think. My yeah. head is so spun from like the lack of like guardrails we have uh, in D.C. right now that to just see the president go out to a place like Des Moines and even early on in his speech say something like this. Okay, this is this You're is gonna play. Okay, well this is no, I'm just gonna read this quote first. I have other okay. ones. We'll listen to his voices, but just just reading this is absurd. He goes, "Look, you know, I could have made this speech really short." All I have to do is say, uh, hello, Iowa, you have no choice but to vote for me. Otherwise, everything you have loved in your entire life will be gone. Goodbye, Iowa. Have a good time. Instead, I work my ass off up here. Okay? <laughs> True. You think this is easy? It's a little hot in this room. This room wasn't designed for this many people. What? This is very early on in his speech. Dude, <laughs> say goodbye to everything you've ever loved. What the fuck does that even mean? Yeah. It's just his, yeah. I don't know how much the fear-based motivation is going to work these days. Like, because now it's not like I got I got it in 2016. You know what I mean? But now knowing what he's what he does with his power, that then he's like, oh, everything could be gone. It's like R- I don't even think we had everything we wanted. Right. So what? What? Why, yeah. Why would it have worked better in 2016 than it will now? Though? I just feel like before the it was easier to create a like a world as it could be scenario when he wasn't in power, right? right. Like there's the variable there was that I'm I'm not the president, but see this is what it could be. You know how fucked everything is now. Like I'm gonna make it better. Cut to he's in power. Nothing's better. Farm right. bankruptcies are up. There's right. nothing. And then so now he's like everything could be gone. They're like, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? Like right. you didn't even you didn't even get us to a point where all the where, amazing stuff that I did for you could yeah, could go away. Like ne- what, nothing happened. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's times like this that I learned to love again. I, I would love to be a, a Republican because <laughs> that would have made me so rock hard <laughs> just right. watching him talk like that. Because yeah. that is yeah. I mean, they, I, I'm on the wrong side. Not I'm not on the wrong side, but I'm not on his side right history, now. But, but on his this side, exact that's moment. so fucking cool. Like <laughs> if you believe that, that you're like, right. yeah, yeah. Oh, man. And that's what that's what terrifies <laughs> me the most because history has shown that we vote for the cooler person. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, yeah. And, and it, what's cooler than threatening you with the like annihilation of everything you've known and loved? Well, it's a different type of cool, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a he's got like metal. a like a that that Don Draper and definitely not the same the right. Don Draper, but like a hey, I'm a monster, but you're still gonna watch me and yeah like we don't have anybody that cool bernie is like the closest thing to cool and he's as cool as like a rapping grandma (laughs) (laughs) like whoa you know rough rider anthem grandma (laughs) (laughs) i i yeah he i get it i i do feel like this is now a out of control locomotive that we can't Oh, out. absolutely. This is over now. Like our country, so something terrible is going to happen because like he is 
now officially like doesn't it, there's no consequences. He knows it. He's proud of it. He's bragging about the fact that there's no consequences and he doesn't need to do shit to like keep people on his side to continue to be on his side in a cult of personality. And now, like that's a fi- that's been made official. Yeah, I mean, well, well I, depending on like whatever the fuck is going on with you. And now he's but, just I mean, sort of like still, he he's just got him on the dude. You better not, right? You better not vote for you. Better not, right? Like this is this is listen to this fucking soundbite, okay? okay? Of him telling just I, tell me if this would motivate you. And if we don't win, your farms are going to hell. I can tell you right. What? <laughs> Sell, sell. They'll be saying sell. Now we uh, we love our we love the farmers and we love the ranchers. <laughs> we love the farmers and we love the ranch. Hey, your farms are gonna go to hell, you know, if we lose. <laughs> no, nah, but seriously, love the farmers, love, love the, the ranch, ranch. dressings. Yeah. Love the love the farmers. Don't love their sinning farms, though. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> then then there's even more. Uh, this is just I don't know. These promises of prosperity are another really interesting, uh, obviously great tactic when you're trying to motivate someone for listen, uh, for voting for you, yeah. but very like organized crime style. You people are going to make so much money, you're not going to do. Just, you know what? Just relax, take it easy, put it away, enjoy your life. But you're going to make a lot of money. You're going to make a lot of money. Put what away? Put the- <laughs> what do you... Tuck, tuck who- your wiener back in your pants, you're going to be fine. You're... You're, you're gonna make your, a lot of money and then save it, put it away, and you're gonna make a lot because, of money, folks. Yeah, I, I get that part. I, Wait, but what if you're not a business owner? Right. What does that mean to you? Like, I, I'm trying to actually put myself. I mean, I guess the very abstract, nebulous version to someone who is like a worker, not right. a business owner, right. like is thinking, okay, so that my company does well, maybe I'll have a job for longer. Right. Is that like what helps sell them on that idea? Whereas I get a business owner, like they can at least draw like lines to this kind of thinking. Right. But if you're just barely getting by. Well, he's like, a cartoon f- rich guy. We're all- so he's like, I have money. I'm going to make sure you have lots of money. And what us rich people do with our money, we put it away. And mm-hmm. like, that's the thing that most people don't have even like the possibility of so the idea that like he's just gonna you know make it so you have the ability to like think three steps ahead is like his his cartoon rich guy promised i mean most people function be like oh i'm gonna make so much money so you're raising the minimum wage Right. You're going to make my healthcare costs lower so but I don't... Oh, no, 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 no. It's yeah, a cult no, of personality. No, but no I mean, you're going to own a business. But that's the difference, right? <laughs> I think that's the difference in what's motivating people. Like, on some level, there are people who are in tune with what the idea or even concept of making more money is. Like, right. functionally to you as a human being who walks the earth. Right. Like, that it's like, actually, that doesn't happen unless my wages go up, unless my benefits are better. Versus, like, this more, like, MTV Cribs version, like... You're going to be balling so hard. I mean, they're going to be like, wow, look at him. He's baller. He's a baller. Yeah. He made so much money. It's He's not thinking any deeper than just what what is going to yeah. make sense to somebody who just walked into the room. Yeah, and I think, but I, yeah, that's a, just a messaging thing I feel like helps people too. Like if you can actually, yes, the idea, I'm going to make so much money is great. Right. But like, I think the candidates who are trying to, 
tie that to how that relates to every person right. is going to hopefully that will be the kind of messaging that wins. Nah. Yeah, no but you never know, baby, because you never know because he can cheat for Yeah. Like legally now. That's well, right. that's allowed. There's and, nothing that's gonna stop him. And now like knowing we were talking about this, just the waning power of conservatives are like this is it bro like we got to hold the fucking yeah, line yeah. here it's Death a cult. yeah we're all we're all on this together and just one last one because we just do need to bring up death because it wouldn't be a trump rally without that here's this other one you know just i think the people of iowa who know about every, you know how farms work cows this probably resonated with them too wonderful cows i love cows <laughs> they want to kill our cows you know why right you know why <laughs> Don't say. They want to kill our cows. That means you're next. And they want to wipe out totally Iowa ethanol. They want to wipe it out. Wait, he said that the Democrats want to kill the people? Kill our cows and you're oh next. That, I don't, that seemed pretty clear. Right? <laughs> well, personally, he... <laughs> Dems can try. You, know, right. you can you can kill my cows when you pry them from my cold dead hands. Yeah, right. <laughs> but you'll never take our cows, the, which they will. I mean, I what both, both things? I don't. Uh, I, I mean, yeah, that doesn't okay. like. I guess it. Uh, That's why everyone laughed, though. Right, because they know they're being lied to, but they love it. I think is sort of where we're at. I think yeah, there is a weird, morbid sense of humor that you can kind of feel in this room yeah like you know we're like they laugh nervously too like because there, there are people who like <laughs> yeah they're our cows right but then even though then he's like and you're next they're like what does that even mean right but they laugh because and like the people's face in the back are like dude get a load of this senile dude who's right. like our president no. kind of yeah. hilarious to check out yeah there's like i think a meme quality too for some people that are there also who like agree with him but also like they, they're into the fucking, just the vibes of this yeah. place. And they said the vibes in there were very light because there was like this feeling of like the, we did it. the Senate trial, the sham trial being done, or there was like this relief in there. Yeah. Uh, that like, was, yeah. If he did these speeches at WrestleMania, they would have the exact same vibe and wouldn't feel out yeah. of place at all. Right, right, <laughs> right. right. They're going to kill your cows. <laughs> <laughs> and you're next. Woo! Yeah. yeah, cool, man. Sure. No, boo. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Don't then it comes to kill your cows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, we should be really, ah! we should be really worried though if he says, "And you're next," and the crowd went, "No fucking way!" Like, <laughs> yeah. then I'd be like, "Holy shit!" Oh, that's good thing I brought this board with a yeah, nail right. in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, literally, he is a wrestler, just fucking wailing on people. With a folding chair when the ref's back is turned. Like, that's mm -hmm. the, re the ref in a wrestling match, like, where the, you know, that is, like, cartoonishly being distracted is essentially what the Senate is at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, they're not even trying. Well, the Senate is the wrestler with the chair. The ref with the back turned is, like, all of our institutions or like, maybe more the 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 judicial the judicial branch being right. like yeah well we're also kind of yeah yeah uh, we should normally be running shit but what do you know anyways we're fucked uh speaking of us being fucked the gig economy so before everything became 
an app. We used to do things like ask a friend to help us with moving, uh, which was annoying, or asking people for a ride to the airport, especially annoying in LA. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was like a thing you did. You did favors for people. Yeah, easily. And then they would do favors back to you. Yeah. And then you would develop well, something well, called a weird. friend. Then they do favors shit. back to you. Back to you. Back back at, they do you. a favor oh, at you. Do yeah. a favor on me. Yeah, do do me a favor. Do three favors at me. Uh-huh. Do a favor on the small of my back. Right. It's changed. I remember being like, yo, do give me a ride. I'll smoke you out. Right. You know what I mean? Here, I'll give you something. Help Here, me move. I'll smoke help, you out. Help me out. I'll smoke you out. Uh, t- take care of my child. I'll smoke you out. <laughs> be, right. Raise my son. I'll be smoke you out. Be the godfather of my child. <laughs> I'll smoke <laughs> you out. <laughs> but yeah, like now, if you, you know, like, you know, cabs and nannies and other things like that have existed, but they used to be only for accessible to a certain class. And now, like, if you have a, any amount of disposable income, there's a way to, like, whether it's an Uber or a TaskRabbit, people can start solving problems just by sort of just throwing money at it. And it makes sense, too, because on some level, like, you would never expect these people to just do a favor for a stranger for free. Right. So there is some kind of monetary exchange. But what? now... <laughs> What would Fran Drescher's star rating be if she was like a gig economy a nanny? nanny. Oh, <laughs> right. Was she a good nanny? She was, right? I had never. I feel like she was really show. there for them. She kids. was. I mean, she was definitely unorthodox, but mm-hmm. I think the love was there. Absolutely. Um, but there's like there's a professor on culture and media uh, who's like writing writing a book that's called Uber Worked and Underpaid: How Workers Are Disrupting the Digital Economy. Uh, it says, what used to be friends among favors now has a price tag, the pickup from the airport, hauling clothes to laundry, or helping to paint the apartment. And we are now witnessing a financialization of activities that used to be an expression of social capital, which is interesting because, yeah, like, there was, uh, this helps create community, right? right? You know, like, you knew, like, oh, hell yeah, like, that's my friend, let me help you, I know there will be reciprocity at some point. But now that we're able to just sort of be like, oh, I don't want to inconvenience them. On some level, these things do help because it. there are people who will take advantage of your kindness. And right. you can set boundaries and be like, look, I can't do it because you're trying to take advantage of my kindness. Right. Call this person. Yeah. But at the same time, you do lose that bit of feeling of connection where like, there is sort of community to a certain extent. Right. Yeah. I think, I mean, we know our neighbors less than we used to, which I think is a thing that's been happening for a while now, but is probably at its peak. So we're doing this live show that is about, like, partially about the tech bubble bursting. And, like, the thing that seems to be changed, like, there were these companies like Pets.com that (laughs) were essentially Amazon for pet products. Mm Mm-hmm. And now Amazon is the most successful company ever. Amazon is Amazon for pet products. (laughs) Amazon is Amazon for pet products and everything else. And the innovation is they've figured out that they can just like treat people like shit kind of Mm -hmm. like behind the scenes. And as long as we don't see it, they can like just make that into economies of scale that they can just like turn into all the money in the world. Well, I think in the 90s, right, it was harder to get as many people who would go for this kind of work because there were still a lot of jobs available to, to most people. Right. And then as the economy began to get more and more depressed, like, like I think Amazon came about at this perfect time where now you have people who are like, I'll take, I'll take any kind of work because they're the apps, like the wage stagnation and things like this is preventing people from being able to live properly. Right. So yeah, I think they're, 
the thing about the like knowing your neighbors in the mid 70s there's a study they say in the mid 70s only about 20% of Americans said they had no interactions with their neighbors now it's like over a third yeah like in increasing more cuz yeah most people are sort of just walled off i don't know it it's different it's a lot different and even yeah. now like i try and make a point to talk to my neighbors because like there's there's something weird about I'm just not knowing somebody yeah, yeah. and if like you kind of want to know like you live in a community you yeah. know like where hey if keep an eye out or something if you saw some shit like holler at me you're like oh i saw your you know your package was outside for two days i brought that shit in because i don't right. want somebody you know that like there's a there's a benefit to that but i think it's it's really easy to not do it and these apps and things i think almost make like it makes it easier for us to forget that those are bonds we kind of need to maintain yeah what we've taken for granted well you're also like it's a it's a good thing uh to be more connected uh with your neighbors and stuff but when you're given the option to be in another community like on reddit of people mm -hmm. that you know is a more vetted more uh filtered uh representation of your likes mm -hmm you're you're naturally gonna want to be like sure well sure. i'd rather, rather talk rather to these people than these people who could have wildly different opinions oh than yeah me. of course and it's it's a hard yes it's yeah a, that's the same i mean that's yeah, the same with amazon like to be the, like the convenience and right. stuff and the uber like you're you're yeah, I mean Uber We're is a definitely picking convenience. I over. think it was Jelani Cobb uh, was writing about how I mean writing about it. he tweeted that like the whole you know policing how much people tip and like being like look at this receipt from this famous person they like barely tipped and just how we like that that whole thing is just companies transferring the fact that they don't pay their employees enough onto us. Yeah, in a yeah, lot of cases. absolutely. Like Uber was just like, okay, now there's a tip button and you subsidize their wages. Right, right. You subsidize their wages because we don't pay them enough and also there's a incentive structure where they rate you. So like you right. have to tip them a lot basically or else you're going to get a low rating, but I mean, at the same time, it's like a service we didn't used to have. Right. So, what happens when you? I I honestly don't know this. What happens when you, the writer, have a low rating on Uber? Do do drivers not pick you up, or do they play music you wouldn't like, or like what is the? You're canceled, I believe. Yeah. Just in general, you're. you're... Does it have to get like really low though? Yeah, yeah. and then they they put a tweet out and they say this person's just canceled. Yeah. You know? Uh, their Uber hey sport. everyone! I think it just may, I, I think probably at a certain level you might not be able to use the service. Super <laughs> producer Anna Hosnia is saying that they also team you up with uh, drivers who have low ratings. Oh, that's why. So, so, so if you're, you're a one star guy, you get a one star driver. Yeah. Wow. Do you think there's anybody, either driver or rider, who has one star? Probably they, not. Like I think the, the lowest I've ever heard of is like, like three four and a half. six. Oh <laughs> like, really? Yeah. Nobody ever gives like a. I don't know. Yeah. It depends. I mean, it takes, I think we've talked about in past episodes what it takes for you to fully be like, I'm going to fuck your rating up as a driver. Like, right. this was actually fucked up. Because most of us know, like, there is, a, this is where I guess the sense of community does kick in because yeah. you begin to be like, I don't want to like fuck up your money right. by being like, give you a four star or something like right. that. Right. And so, I also, or three star, whatever. Yeah. It's, it's really the, the decision you're making when you go from five to four is, <sighs> Is it 
it, like, do I want to steer this person's life in a different direction so that they can't make as much money at this? Right. So that because they shouldn't be driving people for a living. Like, mm-hmm. that's the decision making process that I would have to make to go from five to four. Four means you're you've failed epically. You failed, and you need to <laughs> you need to start thinking about a different career. That's wild. That it's a one star difference, right? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Was B. B means yeah. you should get the fuck off. Well, the that's roads. what. Yeah, nobody gives low ratings because we're all. It's like that uh, Black Mirror episode with Bryce Dallas Howard. Is that a wrestler mm-hmm. or an actress? Uh, Bryce both. Dallas Howard. Both she goes Byers in the Club. ring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, no, but it's uh yeah, where everyone's just like five stars and five stars and we're all good. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh anyway. Well it's like almost a like given you're like five stars, five stars. Yeah, all right, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like cool, cool. That's cool, our cool. new social contract. Right. Um That is weird. I do see that. Like, cause it's weird thinking about like you see a I've had like seen like three star or two star reviews for restaurants on Yelp and been like yeah, but I want Chinese right now. Right. <laughs> like I'll right, go. Right, right. Yeah, but if course. I see a four star rating on Uber, I'm like, Uh-oh. what did they what do? The <laughs> Wait, you'll do three or two star rated food restaurants. Oh, let's uh, let's move on to the next topic. <laughs> wow, <laughs> wow. So you're just willing to like put actual garbage in your body, huh? Yeah, give me that papadilla. Yeah, <laughs> papadilla. That papapia. All right. Uh, well, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back. And we're back, and it's time for Music Corner, where we check in with all the hottest sounds coming at you across the airway. That's spicy music. Spice, 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 spicy music. Radio. What the fuck is this? Can we just do this for the rest of the show? You guys are so good at it. Off the rails. Yeah. Yeah. So Taylor Swift uh, is now our Rage Against the Machine. Uh, I mean, you know, she's very, she was very apolitical up until like a maybe a year and a half ago, like a year ago. In a study, like very explicitly apolitical, people were like, yo, you she's have a, Trump supporter, probably. a huge, <laughs> you have a huge conservative fan base, probably. Mm-hmm. Can you say something? And well through the 2016 election, she was Crickets. like, it's nothing. Uh, but it turns out it was because she just didn't think Hillary was woke enough. Mm-hmm. No, I have no idea. Why. I don't know. I mean, she, she hasn't. Has she explained that? She like what? What was she thinking? I think she was just didn't. I don't know if she knew if she felt responsible to say something like the responsibility of having to say something or whatever. But or maybe they realized maybe it's better marketing. Yes, I think uh, that's what it was. It used to be possible to sit this one out, mm-hmm. and it became. Uh, wildly unprofitable for her to continue to sit it. <laughs> well, she's doing fine in the profit department, uh, right? That's well, for now sure. she is, but uh, she was. I think she before was, she was I struggling, that, huh? I do think this was a smart business decision on her part to like, and probably a studied and carefully chosen decision. I'm well, sure. In in the, I mean, it to us it did very well, but reputation did not do. Banger, did it? Like, no, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. But I think it's more. Does leave that happen? (laughs) I don't think it's really about album sales anymore, so much as it's about like 
endorsement deals like oh your their money's coming from live shows right that's that's where all these artists make their money right. now is from selling out stadiums right and i think you know i think she actually does believe these things but yeah like at a certain level it's like your brand is being managed by so many stakeholders like you don't know what to do and i think now with her new documentary miss americana uh, she's got this song called only the young and it's you know, before things had like a political tone, but now it's the lyrics are like, the game was rigged, the ref got tricked, the wrong ones think they're right, you were outnumbered this time. Okay. That's wow. A little bit more. It'd be a lot harder to criticize, or it'd be a lot easier to criticize that if we hadn't just made the exact same metaphor about the refs being tricked. Yeah. Um, fuck. Oh, God. Are we stealing from Taylor I mean, Swift? it's like Simpsons. She's also the new Simpsons in that every joke you try to make, Taylor Swift's already made. Right. It. Yeah. Then she also says, uh, like, sort of about mass shootings, you go to class scared, wondering where the best hiding spot would be, and the big bad man and his big bad clan, their hands are stained with red. Huh. Okay. It's all Interesting. She's, she's got a history of doing these flip-flops and having it go well for her. Um, yeah. When... Remember when she wasn't on Spotify and yeah. like that was a big deal. People really were upset that her music wasn't on Spotify. And then when she finally did put it over there, it was huge. Yeah. That when any other band would go, it's like, like yeah, you sort of on Spotify build all this like, oh, okay. anticipation right. and then release it. So if she's like Switzerland on politics, you know, and then goes hard one way right like that's gonna make There's waves some and that's i mean i think i i'm just glad to see people with audiences try and like yeah let them know it's like just so you know like i'll try and use whatever platform i have to like actually have some kind of a message that isn't just like is trump that bad right you know what i mean because they're people are could easily be doing that or saying nothing without realizing how much their fans like care about what they think or believe and if that can help some people then you know fine so be it personally when i go on stage mm -hmm. uh doing comedy my life's passion i uh i like to say you heard about you heard of this trump guy yeah uh -huh. what a, what a, what a bozo yeah <laughs> this guy's this guy's a straight-up doofus i, I, I try like to just him. pepper that in there and, there and uh -huh. be like wow okay right he took a side and i appreciate that <laughs> yeah just off top Think Trump's a bozo, okay? Uh -huh. All right, now we get into the comments. And that hair, <laughs> hello. <laughs> <laughs> you ever call him a Cheeto? Because that is funny. Because <laughs> they're That's both one orange. of my favorites. Right? <laughs> um, I like to call him an orange. Oh, shit. Wow. But oranges are orange. Uh, but a blood orange or conflict orange. Oh, shit. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> conflict orange. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, and now on to uh, my favorite new artist uh, in the world of EDM, mm -hmm. electronic erectile dance dysfunction music. music. <laughs> yeah. uh, Is his middle name uh, start with a D? Yeah, Elon D. Musk. Yeah, he changed his display name to EDM. I think maybe he just did that so it said EDM. Elon Dance Musk. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he's got a new track out. Okay, called Wait, what? Yeah, does yeah. that mean? He, uh -huh. he never had a track before. Oh, yeah, he did. Remember R.I.P. Harambe? <laughs> oh, there was that, you don't. <laughs> there was that track that came out a while back. And now he's back because he has Emoji Records. That was like his uh, whole thing. Wait, really? Yeah. I didn't know the side of Elon Musk. Oh, man. He, dude, this guy is, he's, he's, he contains multiple. He's truly you know? a poly. He's a Elon Renaissance Reeve man. Musk. Um, and then so now he's got the EDM music. EDM as a music to ERM. 
as he dropped this track called Don't Doubt Your Vibe. Oh my God, this is amazing. Uh, he was like tweeting stuff like, I wrote the lyrics and performed the vocals. And then there's like photos of him in the studio, you know, like prove it. Um, and then also when you see his bio, it says, this is so f- born 69 days after 420. Um, that's pretty, I don't like that. Dude, is that true though? I don't know, dude. I don't care, but that's, <laughs> that's fucking tight. stupid. <laughs> no, so no, stupid. No, that's tight as hell, dude. Dog, that is super Ooh. tight. Dude, You're what? on the wrong side of history on this one. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Dope as hell. Dude, that shit's <laughs> dumb, but it's tight as fuck, as dude. Fuck. Dude, four, dude, 69 days after 420, dude? Oh, bro. So let me just play a little bit so we can get just catch a vibe of uh, don't doubt your vibe. 311 is 69 minutes before 420. Wow. Who would have thought? <laughs> um, I think he's right. I think it, I think he's I think it's true. Wow. wow. Damn, so it's not just clever marketing, huh? No, man. Good. He uh, is. It's not just clever marketing. <laughs> <laughs> it's also true. Uh, here's uh, This is just a little bit of Don't Doubt Your Vibe. What is that saying? Don't Doubt Your Vibe what now? Because it's true. Because it's true. Your vibe is true. Now, this is where it hits. Oh my god, dude. Oh my god. When the Your Molly, Molly kicks in. Right there. Grimes. Grimes, honey. Yeah. Grimes. Yeah. Grimes. My dear Grimes, come Check listen it. to this. <laughs> listen good? to this. Listen to what I did. The vocals Grimes. are just all pitch shifted. Him just saying, don't doubt your vibe because it's true. Uh-huh. I don't even know that your vibe is don't. true. What if your what if your vibe is debilitating anxiety? That's not right. a good tip to be like, yeah, that's true. What you're feeling is real, so identify with it. But that. when you think about it, all no, of Elon's music is really like a, like a message to himself. Uh, Elon to Elon on Elon. You just, you guys have to just be listening to it and if it resonates, fine. If you have like depression or anxiety or something, don't doubt that. Like, yeah. don't say, "Oh, that's don't just the papadilla I had earlier." You know. So I, yeah. I agree with that a little bit. Strong message. But what is Grimes doing? I know. <laughs> like, what? She, one of our great artists <laughs> is now. Yeah. Is is she? Dude, uh, that's are they here. having a child together? Is that confirmed? That was the rumor. That um, yeah, I, I don't know so. how much of that Photoshop was Photoshop. <laughs> Um, cause she did a, she did a picture of her with a baby floating inside of her. Oh, uh, Grimes has confirmed pregnancy. Oh, thank God. Um, so I wonder if her doctor has instructed her to stay away from that music because that can't be good for the baby. Grimes's or Elon Musk's? Grimes's. <laughs> right? Wait, like that what? can't... I would just be worried about the health of the baby if she listens to that because she has like good taste in music. Yeah. And then, yeah. That child's going to end up not liking both of their parents. Right. I don't or know. it could be a warlord. <laughs> or it could be a warlord. A warlord. <laughs> yeah. A warlord with SpaceX money with, and rubies in their pockets. Yeah. Diamonds on the soles of their slaves. Um, all right. You ever walk in Diamond Soul Cheetahs? It's pretty comfy. (laughs) (laughs) Really uh, bad traction, unfortunately. Uh, Steven, it has been a pleasure having you. Where can people uh, find you, follow you? 
Uh, I'm Watch on you. Twitter at uh, Wilbur with an E, spelled that way, uh, with the with an E. You spell Wilbur with an E. God, I got to change you, it. You're right, uh, Al. Wilbur <laughs> with an E. Uh, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, if you're in Portland, I <laughs> run a show every Thursday at Ford Food and Drink called Earthquake Hurricane. You should go oh my check that out. Uh... <laughs> You use that voice too. <laughs> yep. Free hot dogs for the kids. Oh wow. <laughs> and balloons. <laughs> um, and is there a tweet you've been enjoying? Uh recently, uh my boy Mohanad El Shiki <laughs> uh tweeted about because uh Jerry Seinfeld is writing a book and uh Mohanad wrote uh the art of what's the deal. And I just thought that was very funny. <laughs> <laughs> the art of what's the deal. The art of what's the deal. Uh, Miles, where can people find you? Twitter, Instagram at Miles of Gray. Also on my other podcast, 420 Day Fiance with Sophia Alexandra. Some tweets I like. One is from John Milstein. It's a screen grab of a text like conversation with his mom. Uh, and it says, we love the internet, don't we, folks? And it's his mom asking, am I right that you have a tweet that went pretty viral? <laughs> <laughs> and he puts a sad face emoji and just says, yeah. <laughs> and also another one from Blair Saki at Blair Saki. Today, my therapist told me to just, quote, smoke some weed and chill out. And I was like, wait, are you my high school boyfriend? <laughs> um... Jack, where can people find you? Oh, thank you. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Jack underscore O'Brien. Uh, and a tweet I've been enjoying, Robert Schultz tweeted, the worst part of being sick has got to be everyone in your life suddenly using the word fluids all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes where we link off the information that we talked about in today's episode as well as the song we write out on. Miles, what is that going to be today? This is going to be a track from Katranada and Tanache from his album Bubba called The Worst in Me. And, you know, all his music just gets your toe thumping, rumping, thumping. Get some honey in your hips. But you got to start the week your strong. Does it slap more than my boy Elon? Oh, <laughs> absolutely. Because Katranada knows what the fuck he's doing. Yes. Right. So, Dad, put this one, bang this one out in your speakers and uh, enjoy your week. Stay all strong. Right. Well, The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That's going to do it for us on this fine Monday morning. We're going to be back this afternoon to tell you what is trending, and we will talk to you then. Bye. Bye. You make me a mess, Never meant to love you so, with my emotions Falling for you don't make no sense Never could have cried so easily Always gonna wait with everything I can't believe that I let you in Once again and again and again, oh